And now the end is near, and so I face the final curtain. All right, Jim. Beautiful, beautiful. What's up, y'all? This is Felix, age 29, pre-registration specialist for a radiology business office at a hospital. We're going with just a common favorite thing this week, and Jim came up with it, and it was really, I think it's pretty good. So, uh, favorite last episode or like season or series finale. Jim, I think you had one already. Yeah, so I had a couple in mind. I was going to go with Breaking Bad. I'm going to go with Alf. <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you ever, ever seen the last episode of I Alf? I, I remember watching Alf. I don't remember the series finale of Alf. So he's saying goodbye to the Tanners. And basically, like the feds find him. that's so depressing (laughs) it's pretty (laughs) why is that your favorite one i think because it was so unexpected you know that show was pretty lighted it it was one of like those you know late 80s early 90s typical sitcoms and then this just happens it it ends on such a down note like you know they're gonna kill him and experiment on him (laughs) you know they're going to rather i think like just torture (laughs) <laughs> it really came out of nowhere and I, so that gets credit for me all right how about you man oh wait i have to introduce myself uh for those of you who don't know me hopefully you do by now uh jim 29 statistician musician and volunteer <laughs> tutor switching it up for the for the seri- uh, season finale of tourist house it's a little taste of things to come so for me i was up in the air to i think my first gut reaction was Cowboy Bebop, the real folk blues, like the part one and part two. Classic. That was super good. Like, I really like that. I'll always remember <clears throat> remember those episodes and that uh, series finale. So I think, uh, yeah, I think I'm just going to go with that one. Or actually, you know what? Also, we'll do like second place would have to be Boy Meets World. The series finale for that one. What happens at the end of that again? It's uh, Topanga, Corey, and Sean, and Eric, right? That was Sean's uh, uh, Sean's brother? Corey's brother? I totally forgot. Corey's brother. Corey's brother, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, because yeah. Eric Matthews, right? Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're sitting in uh, the classroom, and Eric's sitting in the back, and they're sitting in their seats, and Mr. Feeney's there, and he gives a very touching goodbye speech, like one last lesson. And I remember watching that. When it aired, and I was just bawling my eyes out. I'm actually kind of tearing up right now, thinking about it. Mr. Feeney was a good dude. He really was. He was a teacher in the show, and like also like taught <laughs> like our generation like real life things, like real life lessons. And he was tough. I feel like a lot of teachers you saw on those kinds of shows, they were either super strict, and they were totally humorless. Or they were bumbling idiots. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Feeney was, was strict. And I don't want to say he knew how to keep it loose. Because I really don't feel like he did. But he was accessible. Mm-hmm. You know, as you said, he gave that great advice. And they really, I think, felt comfortable with him. So, Mr. Feeney, good job, man. Yeah, it was a really good episode. I really believe that's a series. Because I can't say for certain that was a series finale. Because, I don't know, they might have done like a couple episodes after that. But I don't see how any episode can come after that in my mind. So, yeah, that's the second one. It's a good one, man. Alright, <laughs> that's enough about uh, 80s and 90s television and anime. Why don't we just get into the episode? Shall we finish it? Mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. 
Insider's look inside Japan's hottest reality show. So come on in, take off those shoes, and let's get started. <sighs> this is it, man. Yep. This is it. Today we got episode 17 of Tourist House, where we are going to cover the last two episodes of BT, BT, I cannot spell, B-G-I-T-C, <laughs> Boys the Girls in City, uh, episodes 45 and 46. I didn't know if we'd actually get here, you know? I did one podcast that did not get off the ground, and Jim only did a couple episodes or, like, recording a couple, right? Yep. And we wanted to kind of get our feet wet, and I don't know, we, we gained a lot of traction with, with just the season, so... It's been fun. It's been really fun, man. But by no means is going to be our last, though. So Yeah, no. If you stay tuned till the end, we'll let you know what we got cooking next. Mm -hmm. But we got a job to do now, right? So episode 45, we pick it right back up from Martha and Armand's date, where he confesses. He's like, hey, I like you. Uh, let's go out. And she says, you know what? I really, I, I get a good vibe from you. She's really picking up what he's laying down, you know? She's like, I can tell that you care about everyone and that drew me to you. I am not convinced still 100%. I'm still such a skeptic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It seemed because from the very beginning, she said she falls for guys pretty easily and she has no particular type. And how we were saying that Armand was putting it on a little bit too strong, apparently she liked that. So... It worked for him. It worked for him in the, like, Armand pulled it off in the 11th hour. So, congratulations to Armand. Yeah, man, he got the save. It was just, oh my god, bases reloaded. <laughs> so, I was trying to come up with a portmanteau for them, since they're an official couple. <laughs> and the first thing that came to, it, it was really hard. And yeah. it is still hard. You can come up with a better one, be my guest. But the Already best got one, one. Best one that I came up with. Actually, my girlfriend came up with was Marmon. Yes, that's what. I, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yes, it sounds like a dejected yes. Sesame Street character. It sounds like Marmite. <laughs> Isn't that that disgusting vegetable spread that Australians spread? I don't know, man. I think that's what it is. I think it's like you put it, or maybe that's Vegemite. Yeah, I think it's Vegemite. <laughs> uh, what, okay, what's Marmite? Hold on, Marmite. All right, Marmite is a British food spread. Okay, so it's similar to Vegemite. Yeah. If anyone has had Marmite, let us know and let us know how bad it undoubtedly is. <laughs> I like Marmon sounds uh, also like a Pokemon, like a like one of those Pokemon that that doesn't evolve. It just has like <laughs> one, just one state, and it just stays one evolution just stays in that. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So. It sounds like a ground type. Yeah, it does sound like a ground type. It's like it's a ground type Pokemon. Either <laughs> we can go on forever. Yeah. Uh, okay. But congratulations to Marmon for being official. I will admit, originally with with everything, I thought that Armon was pushing a little bit too hard, and and Martha still had lingering feelings for Hayato, and that this wouldn't really truly work out. But after that, their talk on the boat, I was convinced, and. As we see, they they seem very like lovey dovey and a pretty solid couple, a pretty happy couple, which is important. And not only is it a talk, but they kiss. 
they go under the bridge and he goes in for that kiss and like you said man it's 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 really last minute and he wastes no time in making that move so they get back and he's like oh hey guys uh oh yeah i guess we're dating you know they ask him how the date was and he said oh it was okay i guess we're a couple now and everyone claps which i find it to be kind of weird i don't know i it's not like an achievement no, it's At just least that's, everybody's that's happy, man. <laughs> like everybody's just happy. I'm pretty sure that they were rooting for them. Uh, oh my god! You knew, you know, Misaki uh, was definitely rooting for them. Yes, yeah, she was. Cause she really, she seems like kind of protective of of Armon, which I thought was like really nice and endearing. She's like, oh. I have no problem introducing Armand to a friend of mine. Yeah. You know, I think, like she seems to think really highly of him, but and I like that. There wasn't much interaction personally between the two of them, but from the little glimpses that we get like got into what wasn't filmed, it seemed that they were really close. And it's a shame because I I wish we would have seen more interactions between the two of them. Yeah. But you can definitely tell that they were very close friends. After they tell everyone that they're dating he does a little thing. He kind of grabs her and goes in for like a playful kiss. And you I know, thought, that, wasn't that dude, before? No, that was definitely before. Before he says they're like, that "Well, what's dating? going on?" Yeah, because and then he was gonna go in. He tried to go in for a kiss, and she was too embarrassed. And then there, I think Hayato was like, "What's going on?" Then he says that they're in a relationship. Ah, uh, I think you're right. Which so is kind of cute. Does that playful kiss. It's, it's, yeah, but it, it, it's, it's like, kind of cute, kind of. <laughs> yeah, because like the, the forceful kiss, I, I yeah, it was a little bit too much, but it was a lot better than the Yuki one and like the Uchi one, forcing themselves onto the woman. So. It seems like it's it's I don't know. It's not as uncommon as it should be, as I'd like it to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. So. Uh, Next, we see Tarashima at work, and he's talking to his boss about Rico. And his boss is like, listen, you can come up with all these reasons as to why you don't want to be with her, why you don't want to date her, but it's going to come down to how you feel. And she has to know how you feel about her. You know, his boss seems to be advocating like just a, like a straight shooter approach, which I like. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I really like his boss. He's, he gives a lot of good advice in, in the last two episodes. He's a boss and a mentor. He's a pretty cool guy. Because it's just the two of them. That's it. Yeah, because isn't Tarashima the waiter? I so, so. It's, yeah. It's a two-man operation. It's It's got to be busy. And you have to like forge bonds with people in that kind of situation, I guess. Yeah, no, definitely. And one thing I want to point out was that he says that it seems like he's finally come to terms. And he admits to that he did betray his friends and his housemates. And I thought that was kind of a, a redeeming thing for him i thought so too man because even when it was pointed out to him the most he could say was i'm sorry he did seem to really own up to it mm-hmm. it's better late than never i guess right yeah exactly so later on we see most of the housemates in the kitchen and it's just kind of casual talk at first we hear martha and misaki talk about how they're getting work and we had mentioned a few episodes ago how they were complaining about how it's tough, and you know, with their line of work, it's got to be tough. But it seems like things are kind of turned around for them. And then Hayato comes in and he asks to borrow Rico. So mm-hmm. they have a pretty good talk. Uh, basically, he says, "Listen, I was thinking of too many things at once, but I like you know just taking his boss's advice, which was awesome." He says, "But I like you, and I want to be with you." And you think, okay, maybe it's could be something here, but no, 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 pump those brakes. 
because Rico shuts it down. I hated myself for starting because I'm not going to lie. I started coming around. You were rooting for them. Yeah. Oh, I knew it. Yeah. You sly dog. Because here, okay, here, hear me out. All right. I'm all ears, baby. His, his part when he was talking, he said he was leaving the house. I'm like, everybody's fucking leaving the house. It's ending. (laughs) Like the the show is ending. (laughs) So I don't, I don't know why you're trying to be dramatic there, but I feel that the age difference made him overthink. I think as much as we were shitting on him for maybe like preying on her or or you know being weird just it would the whole being kind of a creep kind of thing. I think that the age difference he was aware of it throughout all this and he was definitely aware of it during the argument. I think that like he kept falling back on the job line and I originally was like, all right, you kept just using, that was like your safety net that you kept using over and over again. But I was getting the feeling that maybe he truly, like, he was genuinely concerned for her future. Like, she's an idol and he's 29, right? He's 29. Yeah, 29. And I, he said a lot of good stuff there. I wish he would have said it from the very beginning because I think that this all could have turned out differently. Yeah, dude, that's the thing. I mean, we've discussed before that. It's quite possible that he is confused and he might also be a little bit of a creep. And my whole thing with him at at this moment in this episode is that it's a bit late, you know. I'm not going to fault him for trying to sort things out. But I think the way that he did it and how open he was, I think, with sort of that inner monologue that he was having, because he was so open about it, I think it really confused I mean, Rico was really the important person here. If he kept those thoughts inside and they continued to like sort of slowly date and get to know each other. And then he said, okay, I have to either make my move and maybe ask her to date me or I have to pull back. But the back and forth stuff that he was doing, he could have kept that to himself. And I think, listen, when you first start to date someone, you might have questions sometimes like, hey, maybe they do this thing. You know, if you notice something early, is this going to be a problem down the road? And I think a lot of people have those kinds of thoughts when they're getting to know someone. You know, that's that's part of the process. His mistake was, again, making that vocal and confusing Rico or not not confusing her, but I think just sending her mixed signals. Yeah, no, definitely. And she says that. Yeah. Uh, Even though I kind of backtrack on, on what we've said. I was very proud of Rico um, in in her response. So um, on top of like, so this whole scene ends though with like kind of an ultimate, not no an ultimatum, right? Um, Terashima offers this plan, like for like one last shot for Rico. Yes. So he says, "I don't need an answer right now, but I'll be at the restaurant on Monday because he knows that Rico has to go home for a festival, go back to her hometown for work." Yep. And he says, I'll be at the restaurant. If you come, then maybe you can give me a second shot. You can trust me again. And if not, then that's your answer pretty much. And that's how this ends. So I think it's good because, yeah, it's not quite an ultimatum like, oh, if you don't show up this. He leaves it pretty open. I think it's a pretty positive interaction no matter what ends up happening. Obviously, he wasn't trying to force our hand like too directly. It, It was just saying, like, if you can trust me again just come to the restaurant it's a very like asian drama thing to do though (laughs) i was just like this can't be real and and it and it is because it's terrace house but yeah i was i was all about it i'm not gonna lie i I was all about it it makes for good viewing man no it really does 
after this, we see Burns and Misaki have a really, uh, again, oh. Um, oh, oh my god. Wait, no, 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 don't tell me. <laughs> don't tell me. Uh, Yusaki. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you, you, I need to have like a cheat sheet for our next <laughs> you don't write it down? the couples. It's, it's like, no. Yeah, okay. I do like name and then cross the other name. So like Misaki X Burns. That's how mm-hmm. I take the, like my notes. I don't use the portmanteaus, but I should because you come up with some good ones, and Marmon is obviously the best one. <laughs> no, you got to credit uh, my girlfriend yeah. for that. Yeah. <laughs> so we see Yusaki, and they're talking, and yet another pretty positive discussion. Yusaki's like, hey, we have been living together, but are we really our true selves? Have you been, been able to be our true selves? And she acknowledges, like, hey, my feelings aren't going to change. But things are going to be different once we move out of Terrace House. That's so real. I mean, it's a show, and for the house members, they're in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not their actual day-to-day lives off the show. It's not like it's some hidden camera thing. It's different. And emotions can change depending on the setting. They say that their emotions aren't going to change, but we'll see how they interact. And, you know, so that's, that's an important serious relationship discussion that you need to have. Yeah, no, definitely. It, right? it was... May have been said in passing for them, or it wasn't emphasized all that greatly in like with the editing, but it was the most important question for them and topic to bring up. The question being, or would they live together, or you know, or will moving out affect their feelings for each other? It was a really nice reaffirmation of their love for each other, and only time will tell. Yeah, and hopefully it works out. Uh, next scene, we see Armand at a work happy hour. And he's talking with Richard Branson, who is my favorite (laughs) non-house member. And he's like, hey, so I got a girlfriend and I'm heading back to Hawaii. And they all really praise Armand here. They're like, you were the hardest worker and it's not even close. Yeah. And I don't doubt, I don't don't think that's just them trying to give him praise or, or just saying something nice. Armand definitely seems like that type of person. He may not have like a long term goal or like some fu- a future in sight that he really, really like like a career that he's shooting for. But when you put some work in front of him that he needs to get done, he seems like he's the type of person to just hone in on it and get it done. So he's always seemed pretty dependable around the house. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Whether it's helping out with a project or even cleaning, he's always seemed to be pretty good. Yeah, even even if he sl- it seems like he he slacks with his own personal area, but with the common areas, I'm pretty sure he pulled his weight. So he gets a lot of high praise there, seemingly well deserved. So good job, buddy. We see Rico at her festival that she is hosting. It it, it is the Anjo. Ta- oh my god, I can't read my own handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. What I can read is that I did some research, and it is a festival for making wishes. Oh, okay. That's a festival here. And she was hosting it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It seemed like a pretty good time. So at the festival, she meets up with her mother, and she dishes on the talk that she had with Hayato. And Rico's like, listen, he's pretty inconsistent. And her mom says, listen, like you'll make the right choice. But you're young, so maybe you should date a little more. So it didn't seem like she was really against her potentially going and trying to date Tarashima. But she did offer the fact that it's not going to be, you know, he's probably not going to be her husband. I was getting the sense that the mom was like, well, whatever decision, you know, you you go with, I'll support you. But it was was 
seemingly like she was tilting towards don't go. Well, I, I also want to point out here, too, and in and, and, uh, the next couple scenes, you can definitely see if you take when Rico first joined the house to this for these last two episodes, the growth is really under like is really cool to watch. And she just seems so uh, she seemed to matured a lot. That's right. And for being so young and not only her age, but the fact that she said she's never lived outside of her home before. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also homeschooled. So, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's I was just really impressed. I, I was really, really impressed with uh, with Rico. So, yeah. And I'm sure her mom had a big part in that. Shout out to moms. Mm-hmm. You rule. Um, so, hey man, Mother's Day is not until May. I gotta, yeah, I, I gotta thinking. give some mom love. <laughs> you were thinking what? Go ahead. No, I, I was trying to think of when, when Mother's Day was. But oh. I was like, isn't it far away? Like, I don't know what like, you're like, doing a shout out for, but shout outs to moms everywhere. <laughs> you know, you can't just wait every May. You have to. You love moms. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, in between the festival, we see Tarashima at the restaurant. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. he's setting up, right? It's very dramatic. And his boss is like, all right, it's all you, man. Good luck. And so he begins the waiting game, right? It's final countdown. Should we just start releasing some music? I really think we should just transition to just making a band. Yeah, we can talk about it after this show. Yeah, no. Yeah, There's definitely. to talk about. <laughs> Back to Terrace House. Uh, so it's Martha's birthday, I guess. Uh, they're all celebrating. Um, I don't recall them talking about it, but maybe it was just something that was said in passing. So they're celebrating and they're having a good time. But of course, they can't help but think about what's going on with Rico and Hayato. So... The episode ends with Hayato waiting at the restaurant. We see Rico getting off of the train at Shinagawa Station. She gets in a cab, and we get that the worst sound in the world of the door shutting mm-hmm. and the episode ending. This is sound. Whenever I hear a door close, I'm, I'm just like, oh, shit, Terrace House. I, I don't know how I would, if we would have watched this week by week. I don't think I could. I don't, I don't think I can do that. You mean just because it, you would have been anticipating too much? Yeah, I mean, they've given a lot of pretty decent cliffhangers. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm just very happy that we, we, we can binge it. Me too. We don't have to wait too, too long. Because next episode is... We get the answer. So, it picks back up at Martha's birthday, and who comes in? Don't hate me. I was hoping she was going to be at the restaurant. Oh, I know you were. I know you were. And then when she showed up, at the house i was thinking oh what maybe she she already stopped by and then she <laughs> she you know then she, this is all after she maybe she's gonna restaurant. go change into something nice and then yeah, she'll go yeah, out to the restaurant right something like that yeah yeah so she says hey you know what as i said to my mom he's too inconsistent i guess that's it right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that, that, that's very anticlimactic for like us and like tourist house for the podcast but that's Basically, like she just said no, and there's nothing more to talk on it. Yeah, she they they said everything. Um, she mm-hmm. said she's explained herself. I do want to point out though, the sketch in the beginning was hilarious. 
I really enjoyed it. Oh yeah, they did when a the host were thing. yeah, you did not like it. I didn't think it was that funny. <laughs> but you... feel free to talk about it, man. I guess not. It was funny. I just took the air right out of your balloon. Yeah. No, it's you know. It, it was... It's just not your type of humor. I no, think. no, it's not. I did appreciate the little thing with Yamasato and Tori-chan, like, oh, you're looking yeah. for love, I came at the right time. That was pretty good. I thought it was really funny how uh, Baba-chan uh, pointed out, was like, are you wearing a cow? Oh, yeah, yeah. Was that the, like, the vest? Or... No, no, the leather pants. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah. I thought it was funny, and I'm you pretty sure all our listeners found it funny. It was cool that they did it from the house. Of... Yes, yeah, yeah. So they enjoy the rest of Martha's party, and then Tarashima comes back to the boys' room pretty late. I think it's like one thirty in the morning or so. Mm-hmm. And they go, hey, what's up, man? You feeling okay? And he's like, yeah, it's it's upsetting, but it's her decision, and I'll be okay. He doesn't really show that he's too broken up about it. I'm sure he's disappointed. I mean, who wouldn't be? Yeah. But he says, like, it's going to be fine. I'm just going to get a good night's sleep. And He I'll definitely cried the right breaks. there. <laughs> he knew his head was out of view, and he definitely was crying because you can see him kind of wipe wipe at his his face area. Oh, I'm sure, man. That's just that's the thing about Tereshima. He doesn't convey too many emotions. He doesn't even convey like cool older guy. Like he doesn't even convey that because even when he cooks, he doesn't seem too passionate. Or I don't know. He just doesn't convey that many feelings. And and when he does, you kind of get. Just small glimmer of like, oh, okay, you you know, you do have emotions, and it, it it's kind of refreshing. But I don't know. I did feel really bad for him. I think the biggest display of emotion we've seen from him is when he talked about when he was an actor. That was good to see. Yeah, that was early, and then after that, nothing. I don't recall any other time. I don't either. So th- that's what I mean. Like I, I really felt for him and 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 like i'm pretty sure i said in our previous episodes that i felt connected with him because he was conveying those the feelings of frustration and and anger and it just yeah i don't know it was very relatable for me and and that's what i relate but past that i i lost him you know we have a lot of different personalities as far as the guys go right because trashman is a guy he talks a lot but he doesn't really show a whole lot of emotion we have Burns, who doesn't really talk a whole lot, but we see him cry and laugh, and as I've accused him before of, you know, he's he really kind of is a bit extra sometimes. Mm-hmm. And we have Armand, who doesn't really talk a whole lot, and when he does, it's super fast, and he doesn't really show a whole lot of emotion either, so it's different. And mumbly. All right, so after Trashman says, all right, I'll be okay, guys. Don't worry about the H-Man. Ugh. <laughs> that was not good i'm sorry listeners i'm not taking that out uh the next morning um in the kitchen we see tarashima and rico talk and it's a really quick conversation yeah but it was proper closure oh it, it was amazing yeah i and again gonna keep saying it because i'm proud of her like it, she it seemed like this whole experience with hayato just made her that much stronger and awesome 10 out of 10, would recommend. Yeah, she's tough. He says, listen, you made your choice, and I accept it, and we'll be friends and roommates, and boom. Mm-hmm. Nice and clean. Very clean. So this begins all of the, sort of the final scenes, mm-hmm. right, for the whole season. So 
we see in the girls' room, they begin to pack up and they look at different things. Misaki sees the cup noodles that Rico and Hayato made on their cup noodle date. Rico finds a letter that Misaki wrote. So just things that are, you know, they're being flooded with Martha. memories from the past. I think it was Martha. I got 20 bucks on Misaki, man. You got 20 bucks? Yeah. Pretty sure it's Martha. <laughs> Let's take a listen afterwards. Okay, all right. We'll see. So they're packing up. I'll tweet and out the see... results. All right, there we go. We'll see. Well, you know, let's just bet drinks and karaoke this weekend. Just drinks. <laughs> that karaoke is going to be expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that confident. <laughs> a drink. Come on, right, man! One, I lost one. my wallet today. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I should cut you some slack, but I'm not going to. Uh, so we got Misaki and Burns going to Yomiuri Land, site of Armand's hungover escapades with Arisa, right? Yeah. So they have a nice day at the, seems like the water park part of the place. She says, we can be alone now once we move out, and everyone is leaving on good terms. She said, yeah, it'll be nice to be alone. They began to talk about it a little bit in 45, talking about how it's going to be different once they leave the house, and it's it's... Largely just a continuation of that. They're saying, hey, it's it's going to be different, but better. It seems like she's pretty optimistic about their future. Yeah. Which is always great to see. So they get back to the house, and they're talking in the living room a little bit. And Rico seems like she's fine. She says she's going to be staying in Tokyo for work. And then we hear some people come in, right? And we're like, oh, it's Yuki, right? They think it's just Yuki. But then we see two of our favorites right yes, or yeah, one yeah. of our favorite and one so so you know no you know. no come on we 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 came around right okay. didn't we yeah 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 so we got nachan and hansan who come back from the I dead so, to make a I surprise was appearance so excited were you freaking out oh man i was fanboying the hell out yeah i was so happy cuz like there's more members and I was like, oh, I, I just wanted to, I, I was just so excited to see their interactions with the old members that they were there with. And then also the new members. I, I really liked how Martha was like really embarrassed because she couldn't stand in the light of Hansan. Jim, do you understand? She ran to Rico <laughs> and she took cover because his blinding beauty was just going to yes. make her forget all, all yes. about Armand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I kind of felt bad for Armand there. No, I think I think it was just because she probably watched the show and just like saw how he was portrayed as like the perfect guy and everybody was just praising him. I don't know who would praise him that much, but I think that it was just it was uh, she was like, a, it's just like any other famous person. Right. You're just basking in the glow of this person. Yes. And boy, was she feeling it. So. They're talking a little bit, and Nachan has been in Singapore for work, back and forth, and Hansan seems to have a side business selling furniture or something. Yeah, he just started. He finished like a cafe, and then he said he wants to start selling furniture. If anybody knows how to purchase one of uh, Hansan's beautiful works of art, please hit me hit us up on Twitter. I'm Do you know sure how much that... shipping and handling is going to be from Japan? I don't, I don't care, Jim. Oh, my God. I will work overtime and not eat for a week. You need help, my friend. I'll live off of gruel. Oh, for... my God. <laughs> <laughs> like some street urchin. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> you disgust me. Jim. No. Sh- but it was also, yeah, it was it was really nice seeing Nachan and Misaki interact and, and Hansan commenting on how they're never on the same wavelength and them laughing and, and they're saying like, oh, that you know, this is like a very nostalgic sight and oh man, it just made me smile like from ear to ear. That, it was really nice. Did you notice when Burns came back when he shook hands with Hansan? Uh-huh. They had kind of like a weird, I couldn't tell if it was like, a handshake, or if it was just some awkward, like maybe one of them was going for like a handshake and then was trying maybe. to bring it in. Like I couldn't, but it like it went on for a while. I'm like, there's no way they have like some cool secret friend handshake already. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way that that's happening right now. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know, but it it was funny. Like you, you could see how surprised he was. That was yeah. Funny. So we we get the updates on. Uh, these two blasts from the past, and Misaki also says they're talking about their jobs and stuff. Misaki has some small parts in some dramas and some commercials. Everyone seems like they're doing pretty good. So it's it's good, man. It's a it's a bittersweet feeling in the house because we then see them cleaning. Yeah. We get like the last day and they're like the last full day. So they're cleaning, so we see the girls cleaning their room. The boys' bathroom is oh a fucking nightmare. God. No, not just the bathroom. Well, yeah, that was obviously the worst of it. Somebody said, I think it might have been Yuki. He was just like, "This is so disgusting." I'm like, "Dog, like this is <laughs> this is your bathroom that you use every day." Like, they obviously didn't clean like for the entire time that they were there, right? Ugh, am I, no, am I bugging like that was... no, they didn't. <laughs> that was so disgusting. No, I've never dude. seen that color in a sink before. And there was like, how did... they had so many products around it too, and I'm like. What? And then I also didn't notice because I guess the, how the cameras were angled in the playroom. They had just stuff just s- like scattered throughout the cubbies and in on the shelves and stuff on, on, on the side, the right side of the playroom. I was just like, oh, man. Uh, but hey, at least they were cleaning it, right? They didn't just leave it go. They gave us a shot of, of how the before and then they gave us the after. Yeah. And, and it seemed like they, they did clean up pretty well. They're probably like, we're not going to get our deposit back if y'all don't get this. <laughs> so after they clean, we see Armand and Yuki engage in a furious dog paddling competition. Armand just loves to do that, man. This is the second time he's been this like a crazy focused dog paddler. Yeah, it was. I think he first faced uh, Rico, right? <laughs> yeah, and he smoked. Yeah, it was <laughs> no, he gave no handicap. He was just going straight. Not at all. That's just the type of man he is. That's just. <laughs> hey, he's a hard worker, right? No yeah, matter yeah, what he's yeah. doing. Yeah. He gives it his all. Yes, he does. So Tarashima is out by the pool, too, and they do like a final check on him. They go, hey, man, like you're cool, right? And he's like, yeah, I feel pretty good. And he comes out. He has some delicious food that they cook at the barbecue that night. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. And everybody was paired up. Some of them are talking about what they're going to be doing. So Armand says, all right, I think I'm going to spend half the year in Hawaii, half the year in tokyo and martha's like martha kind of yeah it was a little 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 bit of a dig she said oh that's kind of different from what you said before but it's okay because this is the new martha and i'm gonna support him but i i kind of thought like if it didn't bother you probably wouldn't have said anything but it's okay i'll yeah. let it slide it's a last night martha it seems like that's their dynamic of teasing each other 
And then Tarashima wants to open up his own restaurant by next year, which seems it's a little fast, fast, but I know nothing about being a chef or the restaurant industry, so who knows? But it does seem pretty fast. Wish him the best of luck. Armand was like, hey, you can get Hansan to design it for you. Yeah, he's always coming up, man. I wonder why. He's back <laughs> He's back in and people are just he's just at the forefront of everyone's mind, you know. Mm-hmm. It's understandable. <laughs> so this brings us to the last morning in Terrace House, and they're all talking about what a great half year it was or however long they spent. And Armand leaves us with a very corny line. He says, If we look up at the sky, we'll all see the same moon. <laughs> I'm going to just go ahead and assume that he just pulled that out of his ass. He wasn't like looking up, like Googling, like cool, poignant things to say when leaving. I'm going to say that came off the dome for him. Yeah, whatever. It's like some Disney movie line, but it's whatever. Mm -hmm. It's it's very Armand-like because even if it was serious or him joking, either or, very Armand-like. And then they all walk out together. And Felix, that's it. That's it. That's a wrap. <laughs> Tereshima says thank you <laughs> and bows to the house <laughs> before he leaves. But yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, I'm throwing my notes. Uh, I can't because mine is a, a nice moleskin notebook. So I can't harm it. Way to brag there. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, the, brings us to the very important uh, segment. Of MVP slash MVL. The last one for Boys and Girls in the City. Yes. Uh, I'm going to start. Do it up. Uh, For MVP, I had to go with Rico. But, you know, unfortunately, I can't actually say Rico because Hansan was technically... Oh, my God. So Hansan wins. Okay, the MVP, the last MVP. He comes and steals it right at the end. (laughs) Talk about the 11th hour. Uh, And then MVL, I couldn't. I couldn't pick anybody. But genuinely, I couldn't pick anybody. It seemed like everybody... One, we didn't have much going on, but two, it just seemed like everybody was pretty flushed out. You know what? What? I also don't have an MVL because... Yeah, you really can't pick anybody. I don't I don't. No. Think. It is what it is. I mean, I think Tarashima definitely took the L there, but it is what it is, man. You know? He wasn't bad, though. I don't think he wasn't... Yeah, he took the L for getting dunked on by rico but like that's the, the he did his thing he, he shot a shot yeah he took it and it's hey like, like wayne gretzky's dad's was it wayne gretzky or wayne gretzky's dad would always say you miss all the shots that you don't take well that quote is attributed to him so i assume it's from him and on his dad okay whatever Wayne Senior. I don't know Wayne Gretzky's dad. Same. <laughs> Wayne I don't even like. Senior. <laughs> I don't even like hockey. <laughs> All right. Um, but actually, wait. I oh, think wait, you, you didn't. You didn't give us an MVP, did you? Oh no, I didn't. Uh, Richard Branson, because he's great. <laughs> How anticlimactic. No, he's okay. My serious answer is Misaki. Mm, nah. She has been man since the Hikaru thing. I don't know what your obsession with Misaki has been like. I just. I don't. She's cool. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't know either. Like it's hard to explain. But I just like when she's on screen now. I'm just like, yeah, get a girl. You know, I I don't know why. It's hard to explain. But if you don't like that, then accept my Richard Branson answer. Yeah, that's fine. We'll go with that. 
Okay, so Felix, I got to ask before we uh, do the final wrap up, what are your thoughts on the show? Just the whole season, just in a nutshell. I enjoyed it greatly. I really did. And it was super interesting on how much my views changed on certain things the second go around. When I first watched it, I hated Nachan all the way through. I thought, you know, I was like, man, I really did not like her. Second run through, though, the stuff that she was saying, I'm like, oh, man, yeah, I really get that. All right, yeah, so, and I, I start to like her more and more. So th- there was a, there was a couple of things that I, I had, like, a different viewpoint on the second go around. What about you? There were definitely some stretches of episodes where it wasn't as entertaining for me. Mm-hmm. But that's going to happen with any show. You know, there were some ups and downs. I think for me, when it started, I was really curious as to basically what was going to happen, you know, with the first six. And then some of the stuff with Uchi Nori was not as exciting for me. But when Armand was there at first, I was like, okay, this he seems like a pretty cool guy. And I'm not going to lie, but Hansan, for as much grief as I gave both him talking about him and you for being obsessed with him and having a blow-up doll by your bed, I... A body pillow. A body pillow. He was really a unifying presence. Because when he left, when and then when Burns came in, (laughs) it really... When he crumped his way into the house. When he crumped his way up the stairs in the dashiki, um... (laughs) Uh, I'll never get over that. <laughs> Neither will I. It changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned that before, like, I, I, I think it was maybe our 13th episode where I said, like, I'm really just, I'm not liking these six. And the way that they all interacted with each other, in part because there were some times where the six of them did not interact with each other. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I had mentioned this before, like, there were some times where it was very much about, like, couple, couple, potential couple. Or the focus was really on that. And look, let's not kid ourselves. I mean, that is the underlying point of the show. You get to live in a house and you experience Tokyo, at least for this season. But because the third question out of people's mouths is, are you single? Or what's your type? That's always been a big part of the show. The times where I felt like that was being pushed a little hard or where maybe some of the roommates were seeking that out a little Mm -hmm. hard... I got a little less interested in it. Mm. That's not to say that I was not interested because I was, but it was definitely a bit more noticeable for me. I kind of thought, oh, okay, well, they're going to try to date this person. And, you know, so it, like it was what it was. But again, I still like those parts. So overall, you know, I'm glad you forced me to watch the show all those months ago. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, dude, it took you like months to try to convince me to watch the show. <laughs> uh uh-huh. And I did, and I'm glad I did, so thanks, buddy. It seems like, I don't know, like, it just seems your overall stance on the show, you didn't enjoy it. I did enjoy it. I'm just saying, like, the impression that I just got there was just, like, it got less and less interesting for you. I would say that is fair, but it was a very, like, flat decline. But it never went out for you, the show? I think, and again, I I can't believe I'm saying this, but when I really think about it, when Hansan came on... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it rose for me. Mm. So I don't know if it was him or if it was <laughs> no, like the Hansan you know effect. Just give me that. Jim. It's an effect. Just it's a Hansan effect. Yeah, yes, That's what exactly. I think it was. I think everyone was like, you know, trying to 
like be their best person or maybe even just impress him. But whatever yeah. the case may be. So, you know, there there was that upturn. So it never dipped down to the point where I disliked the show. But I think as it went on, and then when Hanson was on, there was a rise. But I wouldn't say it ended very strongly. That's my take. I thought it ended pretty strongly with with, with the Rico and uh, Tereshima and also the two budding couples. But I can see what, you know, I can see where you're coming from. I don't know. There was there was a lot of ups and downs. Hansan was definitely the high point. But I did I did think it if it did finish off with come on man we got we got drama we had the drama we also had like the happy you know closure and, and when you think about all of it how it's not scripted and um, how it's set up that all this was uh, there were just natural reactions it's impressive it certainly is my favorite reality show and it, that that's that's like not even close because it was such a good look into. Just people who are doing stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. It it did seem pretty genuine, and at times, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot going on. But I like that mm-hmm. because it just felt so much more real than other shows. Yeah, yeah, no, you definitely. Know? Okay, well, that wraps it. Uh, boys and girls in the city. Bigitka. Big Yeah. People have been asking what we are going to do next, and. Uh, we've decided that we are going to do a one-hour Spectacular Bonanza episode for Aloha State. Jim and I wanted to address some of the things in Aloha State, so we'll keep that for next time. The timeline of things, though, we we still have yet to solidify. we got to give Jim a break on editing and because, uh, <laughs> you know, he's been working very hard every week. So I need my you, sleep Jim. on Sunday nights. Yeah, yeah no yeah, problem. So- so we're going to take a small break. Uh, so that will bring us into our last ever housework for this season. Please visit welcometotorishouse.com. Brings you to our Simplecast website. There you can listen to our podcast. Um, also, but more importantly, find our social media links. There are Facebook and Twitter. Twitter has been kicking up. So thank you guys for following. And if you haven't followed, please follow. You can keep up with our launches there. Another way you can keep up is subscribing. Please subscribe to the podcast. Um, we would really appreciate it. That um, That's another way you can get alerts of, of our episodes launching. We You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Podcast Addict, all your favorite podcasts and listening apps. We're, we're on there. So you can follow us there. And speaking of iTunes, please leave a review. We love hearing from you guys. It's We've gotten a lot of really cool, positive comments, and it just... I can't put into words just how much it means to, to Jim and I. It's really cool hearing from you guys. And re- and last but not least, please recommend to your friends. Terrace House is getting bigger, especially with uh, the last part of Opening New Doors coming out. People are starting to get in, like going back to watching Boys and Girls in the City. I feel like this show is a really good aid for getting people into it. And also, if you want to rewatch or just listen to us talk about how great Hansan is, <laughs> you know, just just uh, recommend to a friend that that also helps us out. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. <laughs> That's we should just call it Hansan House. <laughs> I will mail you a crisp dollar bill if you subscribe <laughs> to the podcast. We have no. We can't. We can't do that. <laughs> I don't think that's allowed. Um, I mean, it's our podcast. We can do whatever the hell we want. <laughs> yeah, but it's probably like frowned in. <laughs> like it's like bribing people. <laughs> yeah, but you know, he'll, he'll send you. 
a crisp fake one dollar bill with his face on it i actually value my uh monopoly money more than i <laughs> do like value a, actual your, money. your usds yes uh a crisp george washington oh man all right this is weird jim why don't you uh close it out okay for the last time all right listen thanks so much for listening thank you for everything thanks for the love the support the subscribes the comments the emails everything thank you for being a fan of terrace house thank you for being you and you have just listened to the final episode of our coverage of terrace house boys and girls in the city it was episode 17 of tourist house we covered episodes 45 and 46 the next time you hear from us we'll be talking about aloha state we'll do just one episode as felix said there are some things we got to talk about so we'll do that so please be well enjoy the weather wherever you are hopefully it's nice where you are and we'll see you in a couple weeks so until then this is jim this is felix take care everyone peace peace